Views expressed by Casters Guild members are only the opinions of that member, and that could change from day to day. Guild members may use mature language, but that in no way means they are mature. Listener discretion is advised. As the third year of Casters Guild comes to an end, we once again look back at what the Guild has done. But what will the Guild Masters do the next time they come out of hibernation? That's the spell we're casting tonight on Casters Guild. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Casters Guild. I am your guild master of production, Rick Perry. And I am your guild master of lore, I guess, Baron Kane. And, uh, you know, previous season finales, I have spent time thanking you, the listeners, which, don't get me wrong, I appreciate you listeners, but this time, I want to take a moment to thank you, guild master Baron. Without you, I don't think I could do Caster's Guild. I might be able to do some other geeky podcast, but it wouldn't be Caster's Guild. And Caster's Guild has been there for me for the past three years when I really needed it. So thank you, Guildmaster Baron. Well, I never really know how to handle thank yous, but (laughs) I know for a fact, for multiple reasons, I would have never done this without you. You know, for the very, very practical sense you know i don't have the patience to do the editing that you've done i don't have the time i don't even see how you have the time to do the stuff that you do but i didn't know i needed this as badly as i did right uh especially for when it came around right yeah absolutely and i know it's like this has been like one of our this has always been one of our things that we fall back on the whole you know, this came up during the, the during the crisis, and mm-hmm. you know we 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 knew we needed it, but but it's we keep saying it because it's true. Yeah, and then it's it's it was just serendipitous because we decided to do this before the crisis, and like we decided, hey, we're gonna start recording this, we're gonna do the thing. We came up with the name, we came up with what we were gonna do, and then the crisis hit. Good name, by the way. No, thank you. That's that's you know the usually the compliment I get. Like if I go out and I tell people, yeah, I have a podcast. It's called Casters Guild. They're like, oh, that's a fantastic name. <laughs> Which not trying to pat myself on the back or anything like that, but like we we went back and forth with names. Oh, for like a oh, week. it was de- it was definitely a workshop situation. Yeah. It one hundred percent was, but but yeah, that's it. It just happened to work out like that. We decided we were going to do a podcast. It was just a fun thing we we're going to do, and then a global pandemic hit and it was just like, Oh, this, this works. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's done a variety of things for us. I think it's, it's kept our minds off some bad stuff. It's kept us busy. It's uh, we've grown. I think a lot, especially in this respect, in terms of storytellers. And uh, I mean, even in terms of production, I mean, you've grown quite a bit. I know that this situation has, like the, the well, the whole podcast thing has made it easier for me to talk with people. Even I, oh, if yeah. it wasn't for oh, this, yeah. I could have definitely fallen to the hole of introvert that a lot of people did during the pandemic. I could have very easily. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, same thing. Um, and and it would have been bad for me because I definitely am an extrovert. Like I need human connection on like a daily basis, and. Mm-hmm. 
if we hadn't had this set up beforehand, I don't know how I would have gotten it outside of, you know, the people who lived in my home. Right. Which which I think, you know, kind of going down this rabbit hole, I, I almost think and no offense to the, you know, the loved ones that we live with or see on a, you know, a daily basis. I, I don't think they count because they're so close that they might as well be you. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Or there's doesn't matter how good a person is. If you spend enough time with someone in close quarters while talking to no one else and having no contact, outside, like eventually a person's going to grade on you no matter how, oh, yeah. how much you love them and how good of a person they are. It, right. It's inevitable. I mean, I don't, I feel the need to clarify, but at the same time, I don't think I actually need to do because we all experienced it firsthand. <laughs> we all know how true that is. Right, right. But yeah, I think this was, I mean, we, we've done enough kind of patting ourselves on the back. We're not like a horribly popular podcast. No. Mm-mm. Let's just face it. We're, we're not. But we have also said from the very beginning, we're not doing this for anybody but ourselves. Right. And I think that, and again, we were just doing this for us, but I'd like to think that some of our guests got something out of this. Oh, a yeah. lot of our, a lot of our guests aren't people who big podcasts would go out of their way to talk to. Mm-mm. They're, they're, they're not people who a lot of small podcasts with high aspirations would talk to. That's very true. Not saying that we don't have high aspirations. I mean, I, I I genuinely think that we could go places if you know we had the right wallet. Let's go with yeah. wallet. Um, <laughs> if we could get a foothold, right? And you know what? We could start making a thousand dollars a day tomorrow, and I would still have the same guests. Yeah, absolutely. It's what got us here. There's no reason to like go start looking now. Not to say that if we did get big, like we wouldn't have you know other guests as well but the whole point of the casters guild at this point comes down to doing this for us and our guild members and everyone who's ever been on the podcast is a guild member and i appreciate every single one of them and the most common thing we get from new guild members is they're not sure if they can do a podcast or talk about something for two hours or they're not sure if they're comfortable and you know the ones who are at least comfortable enough to come on and try at the end of the episode, they're always like, that was way easier than I thought it was going to be. And it's just like, yeah, we're just sitting around talking. I mean, yeah. anybody can do it. Then that's all podcasts are. Mm-hmm. Podcasts are interviews. They're just people talking. Yeah. And I think a lot, of, a lot of people who hate podcasts realize that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. A lot of people who hate podcasts realize that. On the flip side of that coin, a lot of people who love podcasts realize that yeah yeah absolutely i i think i think that everybody in between the people who don't realize that don't get that full emotional connection that they need to love or hate it yeah or they just don't listen to podcasts and they don't know they they hear about podcasts from other people and they have this idea in their head of what a podcast is and but then, then you don't then you don't hate a podcast. You hate the idea of a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm not even saying people who love it or hate it. Like just people oh, gotcha. who just like mm-hmm. like there are a lot of the people who don't know what to expect or don't realize that it's just people sitting around talking and having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a podcast guy. I don't listen to, I don't sit around and just listen to regular podcasts because I think I would rap Yeah, because I would rather 
have those conversations. You'd rather be a part of the and, conversation. Yes. That's just like, that's just like, um, you know, back in high school. I loved playing football. Love it. Once I got out of high school and I wasn't playing, I hated watching football because I, I don't, I, I don't want to just watch people. Now, weirdly enough, I'll watch people play D and D. Isn't that weird? I don't think so because I think there's a big oh. difference between watching football and like watching D and D because like watching D and D and D can be like watching a good fantasy TV show. Yeah, getting immersed it, in the story. I'm listening to a story. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. That's exactly what it is. I might as well just be listening to an audiobook at that point. Yeah. Which, let me tell you, through the course of this uh, podcast, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but I'm starting to listen to po- uh, to audiobooks. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we talked about them, I think, on a couple of our episodes, especially yeah. with the uh, the Duke and Duchess. We talked a little bit about audiobooks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I uh, I started listening to audiobooks because I have this book series that I've had since I was in third grade. It's a novel set, three books, and the first book is falling apart. And I just didn't want to mess it up any more than it's already been messed up. And finding that book by itself, paperback, is so expensive that it's just like, you know what? I have a subscription to Audible. I might as well just use one of these free uh, <laughs> one of these free right. tokens to get it. So, yeah. Yep. So now I'm in I've only read the first three books. Didn't realize that there were any books after that. Now I'm on the fourth book and <laughs> loving it. Yeah, I um, I definitely started quote unquote reading a lot more books after I discovered audiobooks and started listening to them. You can just in in this day, it's like you were saying you don't know how I find the time to do things, and that's how I find the time is I find ways to consume my media while I I'm doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I, when I was in high school, I used to be a hardcore dub anime, no sub anime fan. Like it's got to be subtitles. You know what I mean? That's the only way to watch anime. Now I watch all my anime dubbed because I can't fold the laundry while I'm reading subtitles. Now let's be real. The best way to consume anime is subtitled. Sure. Which, which I will say is admittedly ableist of me. Yeah. But I'm speaking from my standpoint. Sure. For me, the best way to consume anime is subtitle, but I will settle for dubbed because Mm -hmm. I also need to fold my laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, you know, audiobooks and podcasts makes cleaning the kitchen or doing dishes or getting yard work done a whole lot easier. You know how many episodes of Critical Role that I've listened to and not watched? Yep. Yep. Who was I just talking to, too, speaking of Critical Role? They just got into Dimension 20. And, like, they're super excited about it. Uh, well, I, I know I just got in Dimension 20, and I'm super excited about it. It's probably yeah, not I, me that you're talking about. No, but no, no, yeah, no. That, that is true of me. But, yeah, but I was just thinking that it was you You had gotten in there, and I just had a conversation with somebody, and they were they had just watched, like, the first couple episodes of, hold on. Oh, it's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Because uh, he, I was telling him about it, and uh, he brought up another game that he uh, is really, really into, and it reminded him of that. It's called Monster Hearts. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which I was like, well, guess what? Critical Role did a Monster Hearts episode. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? Like, yeah, man. So, yeah. Yep. It was pretty cool. 
So by the time this episode releases, we will have finished the charity stream that we're going to do this weekend. Maybe he'd be willing to tune in to watch you run a D&D game. Maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, he already knows about it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. I have to let him know. But yeah, oh, sorry. I got. I started thinking about the game at that point. It's like, oh, wait, I need to do this and that and this. <laughs> Look, well, put yourself in the mindset of Monday. It's over. You've done it. It's completed. Oh, nice, yeah. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good time. I know I did. <laughs> Man, that, that, that twist. I just wasn't expecting it. I Right. I never right? saw it coming. Me neither. I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm in a cast now. Oh, geez. Don't put that out there. Um, oh, sorry. You know, there's a there's another streamer I watch, and um, one of his channel rewards for channel points that you can redeem is mm -hmm. a tarot reading. Um, oh, cool. So I, I redeemed it today, and I was like, hey, tell me how this weekend's gonna go. Because he already knew about the charity stream. He's been shouting me out on his stream. And I was like, tell me how my charity stream's gonna go. And he pulled the Six of Pentacles, which apparently oh. is a oh, card yeah. all about charity and, like, mm -hmm. giving and things like that. And so I was like, this is this is good. <laughs> this is a good omen. I like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I never thought about doing a reading for this. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as she said Pentacles... As soon as you said pentacles, I was like, okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I don't have the uh I don't have the like the image of the card in my head, but pentacles is all about money. Yeah. Money, wealth, like he said, charity. So yeah. That's awesome. Also a good idea. I never thought about doing a uh a tarot reading for channel points. Yeah. Of course, I almost just wanna do <laughs> you know, five dollar donation, I'll do a tarot reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like here's here's how you lead into it, and I don't want to take too much of this podcast telling you how to do your Twitch, but like <laughs> he does single card pulls for the channel points, right? Mm -hmm. So you could do single card pulls for channel points, and then if someone like does a donation or like gives you enough bits, you do a full reading, right? Yeah. So you pull them in with the single card pull, and then you're like, you want a full reading? Give me that dono. Yeah, I'm there for that. But we've done a we've done a lot of cool stuff over the past three years, um, which three years just that number alone, just that amount, it, it still shocks me. It doesn't feel like we've been doing it for three years, not um, at all. And I always say it like blows by, and it does. Like each season goes by so fast, but at the same time, and as much as I've been singing the praise of how much I need Casters Guild, I'm also always very excited for our break. Like it always comes at just the right time. I I can't I can't stress that enough. I will say that given how great this has been, I am so tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and I think it I think it doesn't help that this year we've done more than we ever have before. Yeah, we have had less, way less missed episodes. I think there was a season one i can't remember i think season one we were doing it every other week and like no i think we were trying to do every other week but then yeah. you know we weren't really we weren't really pressed if we missed a week yeah or, yeah and then season two is when we started the every week thing but we still missed quite a bit and like this i think we also we also started later as well i think yeah i think so too or yeah yeah i think we started later than we normally do and Did this is around march or something 
March or April. And this year we have done every week. We've missed very rarely. And like we've, we got a ton of episodes in the can. Yeah. And I know we talked, I, well, I talked a big game about getting some other stuff going. Let me tell you, I did not take into account how stressful this new job was going to be. Yeah. I, I have, I've never been, <laughs> let me, let me just put this into perspective. I used to work third shift when we first started this. This year I worked first shift. I've never been more tired in my life. Yeah. I'm a father. I've never been more tired in my life. That's saying a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it's um it, it's definitely a lot. I'm glad you can keep up, but uh I, I do know that if I had started to do any of that other stuff that we were talking about, uh I mean, believe me, I still have cantrips on the mind. Cantrips is gonna happen. Yeah, all um, the stuff that you've talked about that we talked about doing, it's all stuff that I am 100% confident will eventually happen. It's yeah. just a matter of when. Like, we talk about how we want to do it. Like, we always talk about, like, in Season 1, we talked about how we wanted to do it for Season 2. In Season 2, we talked about it in Season 3. And now we're going to sit here and talk about how we want to do it for Season 4. And it might not happen in Season 4, but it will happen eventually. Like, eventually we will get the cantrips eventually we'll get a book released that's a DD supplement eventually we'll do some stuff on tiktok it's all stuff that w will happen it's just a matter of when we can find the time and energy to do it right and or help yeah because i i really really how about this i'm gonna put it this way do i think we could do it by ourselves yes mm -hmm. do i think we should probably not no, nah, probably not. Uh, because I think that that's going to put so much pressure on us that I believe we are going to burn ourselves out. Yeah, probably. You know, it, it's not I, I don't think it's conducive to anything. It's it, not it's not worth it in my eyes to to. to luckily, we have had one or two guild members step forward and say that they will help with some of the mm -hmm. stuff, which is one of the reasons. Honestly, some people have been promoted to guild officers just because they're willing to to step forward and and carry some of that which which i will be eternally grateful for yeah absolutely but yeah we just gotta keep plugging away and trust in ourselves and get it done and it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun again i think the more the more we focus on the stuff that we want to do the more help that we get again i just don't think it's practical for us to do this without help i i think it's just gonna keep getting better and better yeah absolutely I mean, I'm not I'm not looking for a, an a media empire or anything. I'm not trying to be <laughs> Rhett and Link right now, you know, but I, I will settle for, you know, Smosh post-breakup. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'll, I'll okay. settle. <laughs> Smosh post-breakup. That's a that's a bar right there. That's... Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a low bar, I think. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's a low bar. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good goal to set. It's, it's something yeah. you can look at and be like. Right, right. <laughs> I think I think maybe if uh, one of us breaks off and becomes like a famous uh, voice actor, it might help a little bit. Oh, so sure. No, pr no pressure, Rick. <laughs> I know I know that you have a child, but she's just a toddler. You can do this. <laughs> Quit being so selfish. Uh, you know, voice acting is something I wouldn't mind pursuing, actually. I would love to do voice acting. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I will say this. I've always said for like... Yeah, okay, I say always said, but I mean for like, you know, for the past like 10, 20 years, 
I want to be a famous B movie star. Yeah. You know, I don't want, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone came up and was like, Hey, Baron, you are going to be in an MCU movie. I'm not going to be like, <laughs> fuck off. No, I'm going right. Right. But I'm aspiring to be movie star. I don't want to be any bigger than that. Right. I, I will. I will be in these straight to straight to streaming TV shows or movies. You know, I'm fine with that. Horrible budgets, but a lot of fun. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of people that work on things like that, and they're great people. They're fun people. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. Yeah, you have people in those types of movies and those types of shows who are still having fun making art and not necessarily trying to make the most money in a blockbuster hit. Mm-hmm. Well, we then also, uh, also, you got a lot of people that just do that because they want to hang out with their friends. Yeah. And, you know, it's like they want to hang out with their friends, and this is how they do it. They just put together a little money and they do the thing. Which I've never heard anything that has described Caster's Guild better. Yeah, exactly. Because that's all we're doing is hanging out with our friends and new people that we meet that become friends and doing whatever we can to elevate whatever it is they've got going on as well as them helping us elevate what we've got going on. That's I think that's, that's one thing that I really enjoy doing. I, I like elevating my friends. Yeah. As far as I can. It's like, I, I, I will say that the only thing I would ever use my platform is to help boost my friends up to the platform right above mine. Yes. That's, that's all I want in the world. I would love to be successful for the express purpose of making my friends more successful than me. Yes, absolutely. And that's the biggest reason Caster's Guild is a guild to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're trying to make a community of people lifting each other up. Exactly. At the end of the day, no matter what we do, the podcast will always be there. Whether we got big on YouTube, whether we got big on TikTok, whether we got big from printing a D&D module, the podcast will always be there and we will always have our friends on and sing their praises. And at the end of the episode, let them tell people to go look at whatever they want to tell them to go look at. Absolutely. So that being said, I'm not sure... 100% how it's going to change. But season four of Caster's Guild, I think, is going to be very different from season one through three of Caster's Guild. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be looking at shorter format. So instead of hour and a half to two hour long episodes, I think we're going to be looking at 45 minute to hour long episodes. I feel like that's easier to consume. It's going to be easier on us. And possibly make it so we have more time to do more things. <laughs> the The downside of doing a neural format is I think what we're going to end up doing is instead of having a topic that we focus on every week, it's going to be more of a potpourri thing every week where we just kind of oh, talk about. I love potpourri. We're going to just be kind of about geek happenings of that particular week, like different headlines we've come across or things that are coming out that we're excited about, things that came out the previous week. We're just things that we're doing. Like maybe it's a game that came out a year ago, but we just started playing it and we're just like, man, this game's good. I want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Have you ever heard of this game? <laughs> I think it's it's Final Fantasy VII. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> it's so good. The downside of that is for the first time ever in Caster's Guild history, I'm going to have to do like weekly research. 
what to find out what's going on like in the geek world and like gather headlines and be like well this is happening and this is being released you, you know what's funny is like a rich man who goes on business who goes on vacations and claims it all as a business expense mm-hmm. i can say that i do research weekly yeah i research weekly <laughs> in that i consume media of all kinds through the week and i have plenty to talk about in that way you probably do more research than i do in general i stay in my little little bubble of geekdom oh, I, am i am i about to step up to shine next season <laughs> i think is, so. am i am i stepping into my element i think i think this is gonna season four is gonna be the season of Guildmaster baron <laughs> my my only regret i will say this my only regret about our hibernation do you know what's releasing right in the middle of our hibernation? Oh, well, a lot of stuff, but I'm sure you're going to give which me a big one, one. Which one is relevant to me? The Dragonlance 5e. Oh, yeah. 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 But that just means episode one of season four. You're just going to be able to go I'm going. I'm going to go the fuck off. I'm going to go the fuck <laughs> off. In a good way or a bad way. There's going to be no in-between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going the fuck off. Be here for it. I will light something on fire. Meanwhile, God of War Ragnarok comes out, like, next oh, week. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not ready. I'm oh. actually buying a PlayStation 5. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm actually going to buy one. Because there's one that's actually bundled with the game. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, I'm actually going to buy one. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, to be fair, I was thinking about, like, saving up for a little bit just so I can get my, uh, get my kiddo one, but... Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, yeah just I'm... like season two was the season of uh, Guildmaster Rick's Grind My Gears, like like the season of Guildmaster Rick Rants, oh, yeah. season, season four will be <laughs> the season for Guildmaster Barry. That's right. It, it is It is my... I'm in my element. That, that is what I'm most excited about. But that being said, if you're listening to this right now, and if you're a fan of Caster's Guild or a Guild member, I hope you are. I don't think we're going to be hunting for guests next season at all. I probably won't be reaching out to anybody and be like, hey, we're doing an episode next week. Do you want to be on? But if you know something is coming out a particular week that you want to talk about, you can be like, hey, this new game is just got announced and I want to talk about it. Can I be on this week's episode or next week's episode or whatever? Yes. The answer is yes. Absolutely, you can. And I think that's how we're going to do guests for season four and and honestly if if you don't want to that's fine where you know where our feelings aren't going to be hurt you shouldn't put yourself under that pressure but just know especially if you are a, a uh, older guild member you know or an already an established guild member i should say old young you're all welcome we will definitely be more than likely throw you right in you could ju- you know what you could even be like you know what i don't really have anything i want to talk about I just kind of want to come in and hang out and talk. Come on. You could come in as a guild member, be on the podcast with us, and just pipe in every once in a while. I'm fine. You don't. You only have to talk as much as you want. It's mine and Guildmaster Rick's jobs to do the talking. Yeah, and chances are, like, even if you think you have nothing to say, by the time me and Baron get going, you'll probably have something to say, <laughs> if it's nothing else, just commentary. That's right. We'll crack you open like a pomegranate and spill your little <laughs> seeds everywhere. 
I'm all about spilling our Guildmaster seeds. That's right. Wait, I see how that sounds now. <laughs> and I'm sticking with it. Yep. I'm leaning into it. Yep. Leaning into it. Season four, the season where we spill all our guild members seed. That's right. <laughs> Come and watch. That sounded bad too. Fuck it. Leaning into it. Leaning into it. It's going to be the, the climax of the entire series. Indeed. Everything will come to a head. <laughs> Not trying to stroke our own egos here or anything. Just right, right. Uh, and we could talk about it, but we can we can even argue if you wish. But I warn you, I am a master debater, so come softly, <laughs> come softly, or carry a big stick, or both. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um... Genius. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely excited for to see how doing things differently works. And like I, I don't think like there's when I say I'm excited, there's also like zero percent nervousness there. Like I'm not nervous, I'm not like, oh man, this isn't gonna work. Like I know this will work at least as well as what we do now. Yeah. The only I think the only concern I have is is it going to work for us? Is it gonna feel right? Is it gonna feel good? Which I have I don't I don't really have much doubt that it's going to work. So, yeah, same, especially with what the reason we do this. The reason we do this is to basically hang out with each other and, and talk nerdy shit. And right. That's what we're going to end up doing anyway. And there's always something new coming out. There's always something that just came out. There's always something we haven't talked about. So, right. That's that's it right there. There's something there's always something we haven't talked about. And in another way to look at it, there's always something that we have talked about that we could talk about in a different way. Yeah, that's very true. We've proven that by doing revisits to our episodes. Mm -hmm. There's been a there's been a couple different topics that we've covered three times now. Yeah, we've visited every season. That's crazy, and isn't it? The the topics that we've done that with, there's been topics that we've revisited once or topics that we haven't revisited at all. That have been like, maybe we could do another one about that. But the ones that we've revisited three times, I have no doubt in my mind we could do three more episodes on those same things, especially if we gave a year in between. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I mean, Star Wars alone. Star yeah. Wars and MCU alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with Andor just having come out. I'm pretty sure is Ashoka is uh, Ashoka is Ahsoka coming out before we come back i don't know anyways i mean i could probably do a whole episode on black panther 2 wakanda forever oh yeah 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 i could i could do a whole episode on just the trailers there is so no official release date for ahsoka at the moment but it's, spe gotcha. it's expected to debut in 2023 okay but yeah speaking of Andor, have you seen any of it i have seen the first three episodes which is not to say that I didn't like it and didn't continue it. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed those first three episodes, but we have been absolutely pummeled with content since Andor came out. Like as far as like yes. things that are available to watch. Yes. And if you know anything about my wife, you know that the uh, interview with the vampire show definitely took precedence over Andor. <laughs> I've seen the first one and it is lovely. It is good. That it's show really is good. lovely. Mm -hmm. It's and it's and it's been said on more than one occasion 
I really wish she would have lived to have seen this. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think she would have enjoyed it. Because the further you get into the series, the more different it is from the books, but not in a way that she wouldn't have loved it. It's it's difficult to explain because there are other things that I'm like, this is so different from the book and I mm. don't like it. But like the direction this has gone, I feel like it still pays so much respect to the source material, even with how different that it is. Right. Like you don't feel just because the characters are doing different things. You don't feel like they're different people. It feels like that if the same characters that Anne Rice wrote were put in these situations, these are the decisions that they would have made. Oh yeah. And, and also I, I, I actually appreciate them completely erasing subtext and just putting it right on the page. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Cause it's like, you read the book and it's like, is there something there? And then you watch the show. It's like, yes, yes, it's there. It's yeah, let's go ahead and there. beat you over the head with it. As a matter it's, of fact, it's, it's, it's happening. It's, <laughs> wow. He's floating. That's okay. So good. It's floating. Oh, but also, by the way, I think you, I think you saw my, my, my post about this, but Jake, the dog is in it. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. I was um because I saw I saw him in the first part that he was in, it was unrecognizable to me. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't. I, his voice was weird. He looked weird. But then when he showed up at the poker game, I'm like, that motherfucker, <laughs> Bender Rodriguez himself is right here, right now. Uh, which is fan fantastic casting, just all around. Oh yeah, oh yeah, all around. Yes. Um, I appreciate them making Lestat straight up French too. Yes. I, I like that. I like that. I've been I've been learning a couple things too because my wife comes back to me. She's been listening to the companion podcast mm -hmm. to the show, and like she was talking about how the actor for Lestat, um, he had very short hair when the series started, and the show creators were like, "Well, it's okay. Lestat can have short hair." And the actor was like, "No, uh, I've read these books. Lestat will look this way." the way he is described in the books. And so he wore a wig for the first couple of episodes until he could actually grow out his hair. And oh, like cool. he has actually grown out his hair to be long now. And like, that's how dedicated he is to being Lestat. Well, you know what? I, I'd like to, it, it, there's two reasons why this could have happened. One, he's just dedicated. Well, three reasons he's dedicated to the character. He's dedicated to its craft. And he's like, I respect the source material this much that, this needs to happen mm -hmm. or two these fans will rip me apart yeah <laughs> if it's i true. don't pull this off or three both yeah could be <laughs> a no... little bit of here a little bit of there right could be i'm a fan and i know what i would do to the person playing lestat <laughs> if they didn't do it right so i gotta make sure i'm gonna do it right mm. yep but i i can appreciate I can appreciate the work that they put into it. Yeah, I can appreciate that, and I do like I do like the change, at least because I I'm having a hard time remembering the book. I, I like the change to Louis's character. Yeah, from the movie to the TV show. Mm -hmm. That was it's a completely different story. Completely different story. Yeah, and it works. But I think the core so well. the core of who Louis is like. Oh, absolutely. As a person is exactly the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Tortured. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> tortured. Poor Louis. T- tortured before he met Lestat. Yes. Tortured. So yeah, no, I love it. I love it. But yeah, between that and my wife and I are also catching up on Doctor Who. I stopped when Jody became the Doctor. I actually got like about six episodes into when Jody became the Doctor, and I just wasn't into it. And I want to clarify: it's not because of Jody. I think she is an excellent Doctor, and I think she does an excellent job with the role. The yeah. writing for those seasons just that that's that's a big problem for me because it's like that. I mean, that kind of goes back with the like the Star Wars stuff that was coming out. Yeah, I have no problem with who they cast in anything, mm-hmm. in anything. But the writing of it was so bad. I'm looking at you, episode eight. Looking at you. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's just the right is. I, I think I, I think in in some terms, there's some geeks out there that you know just don't like something, and it seems like it's because you know maybe they gender bent this character or yeah you know or or like in this case maybe louis black now but you know what that's not the case and they prove it because fucking interview the vampire is fucking great great and episode eight is not so not to and here's the spoilers that comes Uh in every episode of oh no of casters guild but ready tiffany and i found out that before the doctor regenerates into this new actor, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name because I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly. But it's spelled N-C-U-T-I-G-A-T-W-A. And he looks fantastic. But for like one episode before he regenerates into, before the doctor regenerates into the new doctor, uh, the doctor regenerates into David Tennant again. And Neil Patrick Harris plays the villain in that particular episode. So uh. hearing David Tennant and Neil Patrick Harris were going to be an episode and a bunch of the old writers were coming back and things like that. I was like, okay, I'm going to catch up and I'm going to watch all the episodes I didn't watch. Right. And then we're going to watch that episode. So between interview and catching up on Doctor Who, I haven't seen the rest of Andor. I haven't seen Rings of Power yet. Um, it's definitely oh, going to happen. Man. Oh, man. Rings of Power, man. <laughs> rings of power love it yeah and then they came out with a new season of big mouth so like i binge that while like you know between meetings at work hmm. it's a good time to be a geek yeah it's a good time to be a geek i'm just gonna say that and at the time of recording this that new weird owl movie oh right uh, releases on roku tv which is free to everybody Mm. You just got to download the app. Releases on Roku TV tomorrow. Wow. So by the time you're hearing this, by the time this episode releases, it will have been out for a couple of days. So yeah, go watch that. Absolutely, yeah. You know I did. (laughs) Yes, by the time you're hearing this, we have both watched that movie. (laughs) Right. So come ask us what we we thought. Because, you know, I have opinions about it. Yeah, we might not be releasing episode new episodes, but you'll still be able to get in contact with us, um, especially on our Discord. Oh yeah, we're all about Discord. Mm-hmm. Maybe Baron will start doing some more streaming again. I mean, with this uh, with this time, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I'll have uh, days opening up to do stuff. So yeah, and for this for this charity stream for the first time ever, I spent a bunch of time putting together overlays, 
and setting up stream elements and a chat bot. So maybe with all that work and put it, I put into it, maybe I'll start streaming more than once a year, once a year. (laughs) I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's, I, you know what? I, I think I really started getting into streaming when I equated it to this, right? It's me just playing a game and hanging out with people. I'm playing a game anyways, so why not stream it? Right. That was that was kind of just my attitude about it. Yeah. And yeah, that's 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 true until you become like a big streamer. And then it like there is a difference between playing yeah, a game but... by yourself and like streaming with other people. Well, I but... will say this though. If it if it was to ever get to the point where I was to ever be a big streamer, I mean it's gonna be like a job anyways. Yeah. So I mean, I'm if I was to ever be a big streamer, I was making that money. I'm going to be hiring people to help me with this. I'm going to be hiring people to help me with that. I'm going to be, you know, getting new equipment. It's going to be a job. You'll if have moderators in your chat. and Yeah, right. If it's making me thousands of dollars a week. Yes, I'm making it my job. I, I will quit everything else and do that. Yep. Because making that kind of money, I'll be able to save up enough money to retire on and I won't need a job. Right. So, yeah, I'll get enough money to hire my attorney to be able to do good things with my money. Mm-hmm. At that point, you could be like, <laughs> fuck a 401k. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the dream. The dream is there. Mm-hmm. The dream is there. I've even I've even thought about doing the whole, uh, you know, just jumping in and maybe just putting some money into a like, you know, some lottery stuff. Sure. Because if I because if I ever hit the lottery, you know, it's again. I'm just going to quit and I'm going to focus on this. Yeah. You won't have to edit anymore because I'll just hire an editor. You just focus on family and talking. Yeah. I think I've, I've said it before. If I, if I ever won the lottery, the first thing I would do is to be hire you. That's the first thing I would do. Mm -hmm. Same. Yep. Neither of us going to work. Both going to focus on this. Yeah. First thing we would do hire each other. Yep. And and then we hire an editor. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're doing nothing else, you're editing. Mm-hmm. Quit that. Quit that job. We're yep. paying you this much money a year. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, I'll take that back. First thing we do, get an accountant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. Accountant, lawyer, mm-hmm. get those guys. Get those guys on retainer. Mm-hmm. Start investing that money so that we get a return on it, no matter if we lose out on this or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's 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 a crazy pipe dream to go. Oh, yay, we do this, and then like a year later, we're out of money. But like, if we're, if right. we're living off the interest, like that's mm-hmm. it's a little different, right? <laughs> yep. Because I mean, that'd be cool, you know, to have enough money to, you know, oh no, I make a hundred thousand a year just on interest. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll spend this accordingly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. We have big dreams, people. We have big dreams. Not to say well, that, like, we haven't... Well, once again, not to say that we haven't enjoyed what we've done so far. I, it's it's my favorite thing to do. I look forward to it every week. And... Look, I'm saying... I challenge life. I challenge it. Mm-hmm. To prove me wrong when I say, if we make a shit ton of money, there's going to be very little to the spirit... There's going to be very little change to the spirit of our podcast. Yes. We'll get better equipment. Mm-hmm. We will get editors. We will get 
Oh, well, yeah, well, editors, I say, we and we will hire people to help us. Mm-hmm. But past that, we're still going to be two guys talking about what we love with the people we enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's it. I challenge life to make that different. Yep. Now, you know, would I have Jack Black on the show? Sure, why not? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. But I'd also, I'd also be more than happy to, you know, have have Ray back on the show. Have mm-hmm. Maxwell back on the show. You know, have have uh, any of our people who were on here. Yeah, once you're a member, you're a member for life. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Unless just, you do some, like, real fucked up, like, J.K. Rowling level shit. Oh, yeah, case, we'll, drop, like, we'll drop you in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> but also know that if Jack Black comes on the show after you, you're technically higher ranked than him, so. Yeah, yeah. We are, been we are longer. a guild, so, yeah. <laughs> you have seniority. So you get your day off first before Jack Black does. Just remember that. <laughs> I Who think... would be, you know what? How about this? Uh, and I know we're just talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about what we're going to be doing. We're talking about what we've done. But you know what? I have a question. Okay. Just like just like we do in podcasts, right? <laughs> who would be who would be your dream guest on the show? Now, I will allow you one cop out guest, mm-hmm. and then one other guest of celebrity fame. Sure. So obviously, I, I immediately choose like the Game Grumps because like, oh, I just want to like yeah. talk to them. I'm, I almost feel like that's cheating, though. Yeah, but like. Yeah. At the same time, I'm not sure a whole lot. I like I don't I'm not sure this is their format or like this they would be like the best guest to have. Um oh, I'd want to hang out right with right. them and talk to them, but like I I'm not sure like this is this is what they would be up for or like even what would be best for them to do. Um, okay. So that being said, Edgar Wright. Oh, okay. I feel like dude's got some opinions on some nerdy shit. Plus, we could talk about his work. Oh, um, yeah. Which I think would be fantastic. Yeah, completely agree. That would be fun. I would look forward to that day. Mm-hmm. So, again, in in Caster's Guild protocol, I guess, mm-hmm. who would be, like, a couple other people? Um, That's rough. You put me on the spot here. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, just think of different categories. Different sure, categories. Sure, sure. You're, you're thinking Edgar Wright is, like, your dream. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let, let's, let's think who would be the most fun or who would you, um, you like to meet or. So on the tabletop side, I've met him once before, but I'd really like to sit down and have a conversation with him. Uh, Chris Perkins mm-hmm. would probably be a good, a good guest. Okay, okay. And then let's see. You know who could be fun? Charles Martinet. He's the voice actor for Mario and company. Oh, okay. Okay. Like he's a voice actor, but and like he's done a lot of other things other than Mario. He's he's Parthenax from Skyrim, but like he's most well known. He is like Mario and Luigi and Wario and Waluigi, and like when you take his voice and like speed it up or slow it down, he's also Boo and Bowser. And oh, Donkey really? Kong. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Like yeah, like if you take Boo's laugh and slow it down, it's Bowser, and vice versa. Take Bowser's laugh and speed it up, it's Boo. So I did not know that. Yep. That's funny. So I think um, I think that my first guest would probably be my mom, and you're her person for not thinking of that. <laughs> I've asked my mom to be on this podcast before. I don't. I don't think. She, I don't think it's her thing. 
it, it's it that was my cop-out answer <laughs> okay i get it <laughs> <laughs> and my dad has been on this podcast oh, that's true that's true <laughs> that is true i think you know who i would i would really really love to have on here mm -hmm. um patrick stewart oh that'd be cool that would be great you know what no package deal patrick stewart ian mckellen both oh yeah yeah you it's like it's like uh Peanut butter and chocolate, man. It's not like peanut butter and jelly where, like, you can't have one without the other, but, like, they're both great mm -hmm. alone and even better together. Like, peanut butter and chocolate. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, I would love to have them. I know, you know, obviously, one or the other, if, like, you know, they were like, I'll only do it by myself. Oh, no, Ian McKellen. <laughs> it's like, first of all, I don't believe you. But... Right, right, right. <laughs> and then, you know what? I guess in the... In a lot, kind of along the same vein, all four hobbits. Oh, that'd be cool. All four hobbits. That'd be great. But if I had to choose to, just Mary and Pippin. Sure. Just Mary and Pippin. Mostly because they have their own podcast. So they're already doing the podcast game. So it'd yeah. be great to have them on the show. And like in the vein of just because we got famous people on doesn't mean we would like abandon our, our friends as far as guests. If we had Mary and Pippin on, it'd be really cool to have Mary back from our Lord of the Rings episode. Obviously. And Obviously. be like, Mary, meet Mary. <laughs> right. Absolutely. You know what? I, I will say I will say this. Let's aim for the stars. And like if we got huge, you know who'd be great? Kevin Feige. Oh, God. Can you imagine that shit? I feel like he'd hate us by the end of that episode. Oh, yeah. No, he would. He would. <laughs> but that's part of the reason why I, I want him on here. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, Kat Dennings. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sure we would have a great conversation. Also would probably hate me by the end of it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be creepy about it. I wouldn't be creepy right, about right, it. Right, 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 right. But insistent. <laughs> Jesus. Like there would be there would be no question. Like, right, right. Not creepy, but like there would be no question. Right. No, I mean I would definitely it would be So after this uh after the podcast, did you want to go out for some dinner? Brad, I haven't done the intro yet. Oh, ow. Awkward. <laughs> Woo! Should've waited. Should have waited. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah i mean i i definitely have i i have a good list of people that i would love to have on the show weirdly enough i wouldn't say no to jack black mm -hmm. but he he's not on my list even though i brought him up specifically he's not on my list of people i would love to have on the show again wouldn't say no if he wanted to though <laughs> i feel like with his newest role he came up a few spots on my potential list Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. he's playing Bowser now, which means right. you know, like you're in the space. Not to say that you weren't in the space before, you know, brutal legend and all that. But so, so you're saying like you would like to have Chris Pratt on the show? But Jack Black, <laughs> um, <laughs> really cool. does <laughs> somebody i saw i saw a video where somebody took the mario trailer and like dubbed charles martinet's voice over chris pratt for the trailer mm. 
and like that's the great big headline of the video right it's the video crisp uh like charles martinet voicing the mario in the mario trailer and uh you think you know what that's going to be but when i saw the video they took a bunch of parthenax's lines from skyrim and made that the charles martinet voice they used <laughs> is that charles martinet yeah he does parthenax's voice yeah he's party snacks what yeah also never heard of that dragon referred to as party snacks <laughs> really <And laughs> never never he will for now forever be party snacks yeah <laughs> yeah it's party snacks man yep <laughs> wow like i was waiting for the yahoo and instead like out comes parthenax and i was like okay i see what you did there this is this is clever <laughs> well that was nice <laughs> Mm. So, what have you been up to that we haven't had the chance to talk about in the past year just because it hasn't fit our topics? And what are you excited to do during our hibernation? Let me start out with what I'm excited to do during the hibernation. Mm -hmm. uh, rest. Yeah. Rest. Again, I. It, it's not like this. It's not like the podcast itself takes up a lot of my sleep time or anything like that. Sure. But but it's it's another plate that's spinning. Sure. So to be able to take a plate off and not worry about it for a little while, I can't wait. It, it's going to make me more ready to take on this plate when it comes back up again. Mm -hmm. As far as what I've been doing, uh, I mean, I've I've brought it up before work. It, it's a new job. It's a new shift. Uh, and and but the on the bright side though, it has very much the potential to bring about a new life. Yeah, I, I for the very first time was able to just pay off my bills at the beginning of the month. That's, that that's a good feeling. That's a great feeling. I feel mm -hmm. like I am. Hold on, let me word this. I'm not grown up. I'm not a grown up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm a I'm more of an adult now. Yes, because because let's let's admit this: being an adult is good. Yeah, being a grown up is bad. I like that. I like that a being lot. Being a grown up is bad. So um, so yeah. Again, I'm not rich, but you know what? Comfortable feels good. Yes. Um, I guess in terms of like a personal standpoint, I I'm I'm kind of playing in that Tuesday game with the uh fandom encounter table group mm -hmm. we we haven't published a game yet we've been talking about it for a little while yeah um so yeah we're, i've been we're looking for that. it yep yep so we got that going and i'm playing in a white wolf game now on fridays nice yeah we're playing it's a uh, we're mortals just normal people with a little bit of power okay so yeah it's a lot of fun we just did our uh we just did our halloween uh, episode nice Epis i say episode but you could say episode with white wolf though because they are really just scenes and plays and stuff like that so right yeah it's a lot of fun a lot of fun have i done anything crazy though oh oh and i guess uh i guess i i could bring up what i was talking about before the podcast i'm actually trying to start to write yeah uh, i've got an idea for a i've got an idea for a book which could very easily become a series of books. And you know what? And don't at me. I hate horror, guys. <laughs> I hate it. I, I am not a fan of it. There are horror things that I like. 
don't get me wrong, but for the most part, the genre, I can't stand. But I have the beginnings of a horror anthology. <laughs> it's also funny that you hate horror when like, you aspire to be a B-movie actor, because the easiest way to become a B-movie actor is to be a horror movie well, actor. You know, what, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Is I've acted mm-hmm. in three horror movies. One of them, I was an extra. Uh, it actually got released. It was rentable and blockbuster. And then I was in another movie that was released at a film festival Mm -hmm. where I was a main character or a supporting actor, I should say. And then I was in another one that just never got released because, because like the main actor director got hurt. So we never got back to it, but yeah. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) All horror. One of them, one of them, I got my penis chewed off in. Oof. Yep. Yep, sweet girl. Sweet girl, though. <laughs> Before I dig into what I've been up to and mm-hmm. uh, and what I I would like to take a moment, because this is the time normally where I'd throw in a, a shout out to one of our affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, but being this is the season finale, I'm going to do something a little different rather than read some copy. I would like to thank both of our affiliates that we currently yeah. have. I'd like to thank Geeky Clean. They have some really cool stuff. That'll make you smell good, but it's all still nerdy themed, which is important. They're they're fighting the stereotype of the unwashed nerd, which is important. Mm-hmm. And T villain, T villain was your idea, and I reached out to T villain, and they've been great too ever since we started working with them. Really awesome t-shirts, and I was really surprised to find out more than t-shirts. Uh, you know they've got. Now they've got sweaters and hoodies and long sleeve shirts and they've they've had mechanic shirts and tank tops and just like the the designs are all fantastic. Which I which I completely forgot. We didn't we have an idea like we were going to make like a little uniform. I can't even remember what it is now. Remember we were going to do like the shirt and then the mechanic shirt over it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I did it in the, the TikTok that I duetted you with you. What was um, what was the mechanic shirt? Uh, the beholder. I needed the gelatinous cube. Is that what I needed? Uh, I don't know. I like okay, my it, idea it was passed, the Hellfire Club and the and the um the beholder, which I got yeah. both of those. And and I I think I I, I, I think I missed it. my window. I think I missed my window because it was going to be something, and I can't remember what it was. I mean, who knows? You it, when it comes to T villain, that stuff could always come back around. That's fair. That's fair. Because I missed the Hellfire Club shirt its first time around. Mm-hmm. And then they brought it back, and I was like, I need to get this now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep on it this time. Yep. But anyways. See, we've had a couple people participate in our Hellfire Club challenge mm-hmm. since we announced it. You can go see them on our Discord. Mm-hmm. Under Cosplay Madness. But um, yeah, I just am thankful that we've had affiliates, and they've been good affiliates. They've been... I haven't needed to... Not that I would... But I haven't needed to shill anything I don't believe in as far as products go. Yeah, um, I, we've been pretty vocal about, you know, you know, we well, we both like Geeky Clean before. Mm-hmm. I know that I, I don't know how much you knew of T-Villain before, but I had pretty much been buying a T-shirt a week mm-hmm. for a while there. So, yeah, I'm a big fan, big fan. I have a, like a whole dresser full of their T-shirts, so... <laughs> And, and everywhere I go, I get people saying, that's a cool shirt. It's like, well, thank you. I made it myself, which isn't true. <laughs> yeah, you can get it at T-Villain. Here's a link. 
Yep. <laughs> Just have like a, a business card with their stuff on it. <laughs> but yeah, I um I talk about them even not on the podcast, just like when it comes up and give out our links just because I think they're cool products. Yep. Again, like you said, it's I, I wouldn't be comfortable shilling something that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. And and I think that both of those are quality products that I am proud to be linked to in one way or another. So, yeah. Yep. So, Absolutely. things that I've been up to. So, I, it was more toward the beginning of Season 3, but I also got a new job. And things have been going really well in that new job. Um, as a matter of fact, my boss is now asking me, where do you want to go next? What do you want to do next? Because he's ready to help me you know, move up in the company which is fantastic. I've been preparing for this 24-hour stream. I've been doing charity streams for a long time, but like this one feels like it's going to be the biggest one, and people can tell me whether or not they thought it was <laughs> by the time they hear this episode. And I've gotten a lot of support on this one, and the cause is, is something, of course, that's a lot closer to my heart than previous years. Um, not to say that I didn't believe in the cause I was, you know, playing for before. I wouldn't have been doing it if I didn't believe in it. But this one, of course, is a lot closer to me because it is my niece. So, right. So I'd be lying if I said it wasn't stressful preparing for it. But it's also very exciting, and uh, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. I've been playing a lot more games than I'd have before. I started Shadow of War recently. That uh, that a Lord of the Rings game, the Middle Earth. Okay, yeah. Shadow of War. Um, I played the first one. So good. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd heard people talk about how good it was before and talk about like the nemesis system, but you really don't know how good it is until you dive into it and start playing it yourself. Really enjoying that. I've talked about some of the shows I've been watching already. There's a lot of stuff coming out. Like I said, like God of War Ragnarok is coming, and I know it's going to suck up so much of my time. I know for a fact. Look, it's either going to suck up a lot of your time or very little because you're going to fly through it. Yeah, that's true. But if it's anything like the first one, like the first one, even after I flew through it, I still oh, yeah. went back and like did all the extra stuff. So because yeah. I did not want to leave that game, like even after I beat it and like it was done, I was like, I want more of this. I don't want to leave this world yet. So, yeah, I, I feel that there I had a, a very similar situation with uh, cyberpunk i wish i could tell you how many hours i've played oh i know how to tell you but anyways go ahead <laughs> um started a new D, D campaign we're like two or three sessions in now and i'm really excited with how it's going i'm just doing a module we're doing um dragon heist water deep dragon heist mm. and i gotta say i'm really enjoying this module if you've never read it before when you start the game you pick what season it is that you're running it in uh be it summer winter spring fall and each mm -hmm. one has a different main bad guy that you are trying to stop so you could run that module theoretically four different times with the same group and have it be different every time and the way it's set up, like the investigation that the the party is doing right now is very different than anything I've run in the past as far as like dungeon crawls and, you know, fight the bad guys and like, you know, save the kingdom sort of thing. You know, um, there's a whole lot more intrigue and like 
what's going on with this? Is this person lying to us? You know, what does this clue mean? You know, and I'm liking it a lot. Yeah, it, it's something I've wanted to play. Yeah. It's something that I've wanted to play. It's just I've never had the chance to, obviously. But but yeah, I definitely something I want to do at some point. But yeah, if you're... And the cool thing is, if you're a new dungeon master and you're looking for a good module to run, it's it's one of the less expensive modules. It starts your players at level one. Um, I skipped some of the early level stuff for my current group because they're experienced. But if you're a new DM with inexperienced players, or even an experienced player with inexperienced players, like the the starter stuff really ramps up into the intrigue. So, yeah, and like I said, it's not a super expensive module, and it comes with a lot of cool magic items and things like that that aren't in the standard Dungeon Master's Guide. And there's a whole kind of race of people called the Nimble Rites, which are kind of like automatons. Oh, okay. um, Which are really cool too. So, and an inclusive module the, you, there are non-binary characters. There are most of the number rights speak with sign language. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It sounds fun. Um, and I went to my first convention since the pandemic. I've been openly jealous about that since I heard about it. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't a huge convention. It was bigger than I was expecting to be in small town, Tennessee, but it was really cool. Uh, talked to a lot of really cool vendors and, and debuted a new cosplay, which was Dad Bod Thor <laughs> at that convention, um, which I've been excited about forever. Right. So, and like, th- these are all things that I just feel like we haven't had a chance to talk about in our podcast just because they haven't fit the themes of our podcast. But I feel like with our new format, uh, we'll be able to talk about this kind of stuff more more regularly. Absolutely. And, and I, I think that's important, too. I, I think that this is going to be good for us. I, I think we got kind of caught up in the humdrum of formula and and I don't want to say script, but, you know, script in a way. So I think it's going to be good for us. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, there was nothing else I really had on the docket as far as things to talk about. I mean, the fact that we went this long, I'm I'm actually <laughs> amazed. <laughs> you want to throw a bow anything? on this one, or do you have anything else? Hold on, hold okay. on. Okay, okay. You know what? Hold on. I actually do have a good question. Go for it. Since we are, since we are getting close to the holidays, a lot of our listeners may want to know, and I'm not saying because we want them to buy them for us. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's something that may, they may want to put on their list. What are you what's on your list to Santa? Okay. I since you've asked this question, I am going to pull up two lists right now. Mhm mhm mhm. I am on a website called Elfster mm-hmm. that I use to set up secret Santa groups with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the features of Elfster is you can put together a wish list that way whoever pulls you in Secret Santa, they get an idea of what you're looking for. And I'm also just going to pull up my Amazon wish list. And like, we're going to go down both of those lists. And I'm going to tell you about all kinds of stuff that I've wanted um, that I haven't gotten the chance to get. Oh, my God. I'm actually just looking at mine for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. There's so much stuff that I've been wanting. So first thing, 
And like, this is something I immediately thought about as soon as you started asking the question, because mm-hmm. these, these are recent that they were announced. They're only available for pre-order right now, but they mm-hmm. look so fucking cool. Um, Dicelings. Have you heard about these? Oh, little transformer guys. Yeah. They're D 20 that transforms into a Dungeons and Dragon monster. <laughs> you know how bad I want the red dragon one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's so cool. Let's see. Oh, another thing relating to a tattoo I have. Uh, I don't own the Muffin Time card game yet. Um, oh, okay. So that's been sitting on my my wish list for quite a while. I don't remember much about this, but I know I saw a TikTok about this game. And after I saw the TikTok and saw the person describe the game, I immediately went and threw it on my Amazon wish list. Smirk and Dagger, the Night Cage board game. Okay. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I know I wanted it enough that I threw it on my wish list. Another one I saw from a TikTok, Labyrinth, the adventure game, which is like just a, a book. But like the book has a cutout in the bottom of the page where you can fit 2D6. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a choose your own adventure book, but you also roll the dice to see if certain things happen. Um, so it's like a one person self-led TTRPG kind of thing set in the labyrinth world. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my Funko Pops, but I've I was about yeah. very late to jump on the Fallen Order train. And once I did, you know, I love Fallen Order. Um, I heard. Yep. So I missed out on when the Cal Kestis Funko Pops were new, mm-hmm. um, but they are still available for around 20, 25 bucks on Amazon. So that's definitely yep. on my list. The Cal Kestis Funko Pop. Let's see. Oh, a couple things off of my Elfster list now. The Fallout role-playing game came out not that long ago by Modifius Games. Oh, yeah, I've been looking. I've been wanting that, too. But they recently released a starter set for it. Okay, okay. Um, So I went ahead and put that starter set on my my wish list. You've heard me talk about Parsley a couple times on the podcast. Um, the same guy who made Parsley made another game called Inspectors, which it's not Ghostbusters, but it's Ghostbusters. Gotcha. Like a role playing game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's meant to do it's it's built for one shots and like the books only like 20 bucks. So I threw that on my wish list. I've, I've also made it, you know, pretty clear uh, my love of Game Grumps. They have some merch on their website from their 10 minute power hour show that mm-hmm. is like dino skeleton cufflinks and a um a gold chain collar clip that matches their uh 10 minute power hour aesthetic okay um let's see always 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 dungeon dragons blind box miniatures i actually have some literally those on my amazon wish list right now yep um mm-hmm. always geeky clean stuff always t-villain stuff um, there's some other Funko Pops here, but I won't I won't go in, uh, through every single one in detail. And um, yeah, you, you are a collector, and that could be a lot. Yes. And last thing, um, just because I kind of want to shout out the guy, I found somebody on TikTok who um, sells lightsabers. They've got a, a lightsaber store, Level Up Sabers, and they might be on the cast next season. Um, but there's one in their store called The Chamber, 
um, which it's the lightsaber and the the kyber crystal inside the lightsaber is like exposed um, and it's like xenopixel so whatever color you choose to light up the lightsaber like the kyber crystal lights up that same color like when you turn it on and it's got like full sounds flash on class chip drag all that kind of stuff so yeah that's that's on my wish list too i know that was a lot i hate you guys with a lot of stuff but i'm a geek i mean like i want i want geeky shit oh yeah and, and like i said i mean it's I think that I think that this is honestly. I really think that this is important because again, holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. There may be a lot of stuff that uh, people don't know about. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess for me, I have a lot of TTRPG stuff on my lists. I'm gonna say there is one thing I've been wanting to do is Pathfinder Two. So, Second Edition Pathfinder. I've been really, really wanting to get into. So I, I'm definitely looking into that. I want to get Cyberpunk Red. That's on my Ooh, wish list. Yeah. Um, because I'm a big 2020 fan. I should like Red, I would imagine. Oh, and like those those nice, crisp, gourmet dice that they, they're putting out now. Oh, yeah. Those, those really, really pretty ones, especially like the the clear ones with the sharp edges and the funky shit in them. Mm-hmm. Inclusions, oh my God. yeah. Oh, they're so gorgeous. I'd never use them, but they'd be there just to show off. Oh, oh. this reminds me, and I know like my turn's already over, but I mm-hmm. recently found something that's going to go on my Elfster list. Now that I've seen it, I just haven't put it there yet. Okay. I texted it to myself to remind myself, there's a company making gummy dice. Now, now you said gourmet dice, it made me think. And like the flavors are all like gourmet flavors. Like they're like, oh, they've got like red wine flavored gummy dice. You know what I mean? And and things like that. Like they're all like, it's not like, you know, oh, pineapple. No, it's like all like gourmet shit. So gotcha. You know what? Since we are doing it for the purpose of people finding them, I'll put the link in the in the description. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What else? Okay. So then, like, there are a couple other things I want to get kids on bikes. Mm, um, yep. Uh, the oh oh uh, the big one, the big one, which I I think I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to buy this for myself. I can't can't wait for Santa to bring this to me. But I want the Dragonlance Deluxe box. Nice. So it's gonna come out with the book, the adventure. It's gonna come out with the board game. It's it's uh yeah. You gotta have it all. So good. Oh, like yeah. this is uh, this is your thing. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then kind of like getting away from that, I want to get the uh, Max Miller Tasting History Cookbook. Okay. Um, if you haven't watched Tasting History, you absolutely should. It's such an informative show. Oh, you know what I haven't gotten yet is Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually Still did need- pick that up from a friendly local game store. Like, I, we just happen to stop by because, like, we mm-hmm. aren't often in an area with an L- FLGS, but we happen to stop by one, and I don't leave one without buying something, and they had a copy there, uh, and it was still sitting there, and they still had the um, Game Store exclusive cover. Oh, wow, okay. Sitting there. So, like, yeah, I definitely had to pick it up. Nice. I think uh, also I want to get, oh, Monsters of the Multiverse, I want to get that. Um, but honestly, after that, I, re- I really want to get some I really want to get some um, uh, clothes. Yeah. I want to get some I want to get some clothes that I can wear to the office and, you know, stuff to look good, like wear, something to where I can wear to the office and still look good in. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'm 
being really, really self-conscious about the stuff that I'm wearing, and I really want to r- kick up my game a little bit. Cooking stuff. Oh, and then patches. Oh. Patches, buttons, pins. You know, I've, I've kind of got a vest started, and I, I, I want to start adding some more stuff to it. So, yeah. Yep. I, I think that's about it. I mean, I got a bunch of other stuff that I, I'm really wanting, but I, I think that I think that that works for me because you know know, i have a bunch of stuff i want for the kitchen i have a bunch of stuff that i want for my bookshelf like reading wise Mm -hmm. comics and and just just all to get like accessories a lot of stuff but in terms of like geeky stuff i think oh you know what you know what i'll take that back there's one more thing i want to start getting into it's the um the high republic books oh yeah the high republic books i've heard good things not from like the old school star wars people mm-hmm. but i've heard good things i tend to <laughs> I, I i tend to just ignore people who come at me with uh, extreme negativity on something just because it's new so sure um but yeah so yeah that's that's the last thing the high republic books cool yeah i think that's that that's good stuff like we're all gonna have secret santa parties dirty santa parties like and just like wanting to get gifts for our geeky friends and i think you're right. Yep. There might be some things on our list that people just didn't know about. Maybe you should go check it out. You know what? And I and I have a recommendation. Uh, just get on Amazon. Go in there. Look for stuff that you like. Click it into your wish list. And then let the algorithm catch up so that it shows you, hey, you might also like these things. Mm-hmm. Put those on your wish list. Get a good, nice list going. And then go to your friendly local game store. Yeah. Take that list. Go to your friendly local game store and get what you want. Yeah. Yeah, that algorithm is is scary good in that way. Yep. I mean, I I mean it, it gets kind of tedious when all of these like uh weird like resellers. Uh, yeah. Well, weird like uh, these these manga that just start popping up and they're all they got like a bunch of naked people in them and everything. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's it seems really random to me. I don't know why they're they're targeting me like this. Yeah, like where are they getting that information from? Like that you might like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, honestly, I think it's stereotypical. Yeah, and, uh, and like, or not stereotypical. It's 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 um, profiling. Profiling. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's the word I was looking for. Huh. Anyways, <laughs> got another thing to put on my list here. There we go. Look at them Ghiblies. All right. What? <laughs> You said Ghibli, like Studio Ghibli, yeah, right? Studio yeah. Ghibli, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you want to go ahead and wrap this one up? Yeah, yeah. Um, even though this has really just been me and you both just kind of putting on a bow for this season. Yeah. It's, um, it's always sad, but it's always like a relief. It's like we made it another one. Yep. And that feeling of excitement that this next season is coming and it's just going to be even better than this year. And it, and it's going to be like that for all of us. I I'm really looking forward to really showing off what we can do. I, and I, and I think this time I'm not going to go into this making promises beyond I'm excited to see what we can do and what we can show you and what we can actually commit to and pull off and, and I know Guildmaster Rick is excited as well. And I hope that you are as happy with us as we are 
with us because we are definitely happy with you. We're definitely happy for the love that we've received from you guys. I'm definitely happy with the love that we've gotten from our guild members and just all around pleased with how this whole thing has played out. And I can't wait. Can't wait for more. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Caster's Guild. And I just want to throw out one more round of thanks. Thank you to the listener. Thank you to our guild members all the way back from season one through this season. Everyone who's been on, you've been excellent. And I mean that for every single one of you. Uh, and thank you again to Guildmaster Baron for being by my side for all of it. Check out our Discord. You know, if if you follow the Discord and you're sad because there's no new episode of Caster's Guild, if we're going to be doing something and you can find us anywhere, the Discord will let you know where that is. Yep. Check out all the links in the description, and we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye bye, bye bye. See bye, you bye, next bye. season. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye.